When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This story I received has cringe levels so off the charts that I need you guys to promise me that you'll strap in and mentally prepare yourself before we begin. And with that being said, let's call the subscriber who sent in today's story, let's call him Oscar. So this all happened one day when Oscar was doing what he did every day, and that was going to his local park. And uh, in Oscar's neighborhood, there was this park that a lot of people went to. It was very popular. Uh, kids of all ages went there. They went their parents. They'd go as teens to go skate there. It was just kind of like it was. It was pretty chill. It was a nice little location. And Oscar went to this park almost all the almost every day. Uh, almost every day, he definitely could, unless he had too much schoolwork or something. But anyways, right, this all happened one day when Oscar was going to the park, as he always did, and he was stopped by this group of kids. And this group of kids was definitely defined by, uh, you know, Hot Topics uh, t-shirt, uh, dyed black hair, um, lots of, like, chains or whatever, uh, the, the world is cruel to me and cruel alone. And let me just say, if that's, like, your style, bro, I actually kind of, I kind of dig part of that style, dude. Like, I don't personally rock it, but I mess with it. If you're a little emo, man, I'm not, and nothing against you, as long as you don't act like these kids, bro. So this group of emo kids, they stop Oscar, and they're like, bro, do you have a problem with us? And Oscar's like, no, man, I'm just trying to go to the park. And they're like, this is our turf, dude. And Oscar's just kind of looking at them like, brother in Christ, bro, like, this is a park. This is a public park. What are you even saying? They're like, yeah, this is our territory. Now scram, dude. And uh, Oscar's like, uh, no, I don't think I will. I, I come here every day. This is a public park. Uh, you, uh, This is not your territory. Uh, I think I'm good. And so like one of the emo kids, kind of like the, the main leader one, looks to his left, looks to his right, kind of looks back at his other, like the other kind of minions there, the other emo minion guys. And he's like... <laughs> This kid doesn't get it. Let's show them like what we're like, what we're made of, or like what we're all about. And they like all three of them, or all four or five, a big group of them, right? They all start approaching Oscar, and Oscar doesn't want to pick a fight. Never pick a fight, just in general. But Oscar really just doesn't want to have to deal with a fight or anything. So he's like, "All right, bro. Like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to do anything here. I'm not trying to pick a fight." And the main emo kid's like, yeah, I knew you were lame. And Oscar's like, bro, I just I just don't mess with that. Like, can I just go to the park and do what I want to do? And, you know, the emo kids were like, no, this is our turf. And Oscar's like, bro, I've said this before. I go here every single day. I've never seen you guys. This is not your quote unquote turf or whatever you're trying to say. And they're like, all right, well, then a fight it is. So Oscar, as much as he enjoyed the park, was just not trying to have a fight. He's like, you know what, whatever, I'll just go somewhere else. 
And, you know, Oscar, you know, was kind of like, he was really mad. He was steamy because he hated giving them a win. But first of all, even if they were kind of like, they weren't big, like, look, they weren't the most menacing by themselves. But whenever there's a 1v5, 1v4 fight, it doesn't matter if you're like Hulk Hogan and they're like, actually, maybe, okay. It doesn't matter, right, how like strong you are to an extent. Okay, if you're the rock dude, maybe that's a little different. But assuming you're not The Rock, 1v5, one, one just it's just never going to go well. So Oscar's like, fine, whatever. And, you know, anyways, Oscar shows up the next day, and guess who's not there? Oh, yeah, the, their turf? Bro, they just went somewhere else. They got bored. They got bored of scaring off people. And Oscar was like, you know what? Good. I hope I never see these guys again. Unfortunately for Oscar, about a week later... He was going to the movies, and he was going to meet one of his friends there, but his friend, friend was kind of running late, and his friend's like, hey, dude, just, like, go in without me, go get our seats, like, I'll come join you in a second, and Oscar's like, all right, bet, like, whatever, that's fine. And so Oscar goes into the movie theater, and as he's walking towards the movie, right, he, he makes eye contact with a group of kids, and he can tell, even from far away, he knows exactly who they are. Yep. They're the same, like, four or five emo kids he met in the park. And in his head, he's like, you, you can't be serious, bro. Real quick, comment emo down below if you want to harden your comment. That will be the secret word of the day. And so anyways, right, Oscar is kind of just standing there like, you got to be kidding me. Of course, out of all the people that I'm going to meet in the, in the movie theater, in this specific one that I happen to go on on this exact time, at, at this exact day, I'm going to meet these kids, right? So anyways... The kids walk up to Oscar because the main guy that he made eye contact with almost like smiled a little bit because he knew that like, oh, like this is the guy we picked on before and won, might as well do it again. That's one thing about like, you know, bullies, as soon as you give them like a little bit of leeway, they're just going to keep pushing and pushing. And this group was no different. So the emo kids, they all walk up in this like pack and they walk up to Oscar and they're like, see, like long time no see, bro. And Oscar's like, yeah. Didn't expect to see you guys out of your bedrooms. And they're like, what? Like, yeah, we go to movies all the time, bro. What are you talking about? So this time, right, Oscar, you know, he wanted to go see the movie with his friend. He was not about to let, like, these guys scare him off. And they're like, bro, this is our turf. What are you doing here? And Oscar looks at them with this look on his face of, like, you can't be serious, bro. You can't be serious. First, a random park is your turf and now the movie theater is your turf like bro please choose a battle like come on you can't everything can't be your turf and he looks at him he says i don't care i'm gonna see the movie and they were like well you don't want to fight us because it's gonna be five feet one and you're gonna lose and oscar is thinking to himself yeah i'm probably not gonna win a 5v1 even if it's a bunch of like people i could definitely beat up 1v1 um, but they would never do that because they know that they would lose he's thinking to himself like wow like i'm really about to get like i'm really about to like either get beat up or have to not see a movie with my friend and he's looking around and he sees a security officer right and he's like all right perfect so he kind of leads them a little bit closer until like they're in sight because he's like walking back a little bit and they're walking towards him. So he kind of leads them into the sight of the security officer. And uh, he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay here. If you're going to fight me, that's up to you. Like, it's not my problem. And they were like, you know, the, and the main emo kid looks at the other four and he's like, you heard them, boys. Let's go beat this guy up. 
And so sure enough, right, one of the emo kids takes off his shoe and throw, <laughs> dude, he throws it at Oscar. And Oscar's like, ow, what? And then all the other kids, they start taking off their shoes and pelting it at Oscar. So Oscar runs away, like kind of a slow jog away towards the security guard. And the security guard sees what's happening, and he sees the big group of kids like running after Oscar, throwing stuff at them. And the security guard's like, what's going on over here? And Oscar's like... They said that this was their turf, I just wanted to go see a movie, and they said that they were going to fight me if I stayed, so I stayed, and they're throwing shoes at me. And the security guard looks at them, he's like, is this true? And you would have thought that, like, a rational person, if, like, if they're in this situation, they would have tried to lie to stay out of it, be like, oh no, he's making that up. But the main emo kid is like, yes, we're defending our turf. And the security guard's like, oh. Okay, well, uh, all four of you or all five of you, yeah, you're uh, you're banned. Like, you, you got to go now. I'm kicking you out, and you're not allowed back in. And they're like, no, society, it is so cruel. Why do my actions have consequences? Yeah, but sure enough, right, uh, Oscar was allowed to stay because, I mean, he wasn't the one who initiated this fight. And, uh, yeah, he wanted to go see the movie with his friend, and he was chilling. And he actually never ended up seeing this group of kids again. Well, maybe he did if they weren't in, like, full emo costume, whatever, right? They were just, like, dressed normally. He wouldn't really have known, especially if it wasn't the main guy. But other than that, he never had any problems with them again. Up to this point, this happened like a couple months ago, so maybe things will change, but as of now, he's doing well. Click on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. Today we get a story of these emo kids who think that they're super hard, super cool, super tough, and then they get completely owned, and it's, com it's hilarious. You'll enjoy it. Subscribe if you like stories, drop a like, and let's call the subscriber who sent in today's story, let's call him Gavin. So this whole story, this like two week long epic saga basically, all started one day when Gavin was in the hallways of his school and he was just going to his locker because he needed to go grab his backpack because it was time for the first class of the day. So Gavin is walking to his locker and to be fair, right, he does say that he's not really paying attention, you know, he's kind of just thinking about other things and he bumps into this kid by accident. And this kid is dressed in like all black, has like super long black dyed hair, has like black mascara, has some like band t-shirt that they definitely don't know more than one song and the one song is the most played song you know how it is uh it basically like he bumps into this random emo kid and by the way if this is your style i don't really care like you're totally chill in my book as long as you don't do what these emo kids do in this video or this story then you're totally cool in my book but anyways right the emo kid who he bumped into is like bro you gotta be watching where you're going and Gavin's like, all right, my fault. Like, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. That's on me. And the emo kid says, that's not enough of an apology. I need you to bow down. And Gavin's like, dude, I'm not bowing down to you. Are you crazy? And the emo kid's like, did you just call me crazy? Did you? And Gavin's like, well, yeah, like, I'm so sorry for bumping into you. Like, sure, this is kind of on me, but I'm not going to bow down to you to try and get your apology. And he's like, you don't know what you just did. And he like does a sonic dash away. Like, you know how like the sonic dash where you like throw both your arms back and like zoom away. And, uh, you know, Gavin honestly didn't think anything of it. He was like, all right, like I've, I've never seen this kid before, but, uh, I definitely, well, will probably try not to talk to him ever again. Cause he's pretty weird. Um, but yeah, Gavin didn't think anything of it, but let me just say that quite a bit happened after that point.
So fast forward a couple days, and Gavin and his friend, uh, or his friends after school, they went to this kind of like local ice cream place where they would go like maybe once or maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks. They sat down after school, got some ice cream, and just kind of like talked about the day, talked about whatever that they were interested in. I don't really know. But anyways, they were sitting in a booth, and you know, Gavin was actually, he was actually recounting the story of the random emo kid that he bumped into because like, you know, he hadn't seen his friend in like a week or two as these friends were not school friends they were outside of school friends they went to other places but they were all close enough to congregate in the same ice cream place and so enough there is or sure enough they were like oh that dude that's absolutely crazy and as gavin was like finishing up that story he hears the doorbell open because there's like a bell in the door and in walks three emo kids however they're not the emo kid that gavin bumped into um so gavin doesn't think anything of it he's like oh speak of the devil and like the other guys that gavin is with gavin's friends they turn around and they're like dude are is one of those emo guys like or one of those guys, like, the guy that you bumped into, and Gavin's like, no, 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 that, like, I just thought it was funny that a bunch of, like, you know, people who dressed like the guy who, who I bumped into, like, walked in as I was telling the story, but no, that's not the guy, or at least I'm pretty sure it's not, unless he, like, totally revamped his style and, like, looks totally different because of makeup or something, but he was pretty sure it wasn't. But weirdly enough, right, the emo kids walk right by, like, the front desk, right, or the place where you order the ice cream, and they weren't sitting at any of the open tables as it was kind of like you'd seat yourself. They were walking right towards Gavin and his friends. So Gavin's like, all right, wait, hold up. Uh, these kids seem to be walking towards us. Do you guys know any of them? And Gavin's friends once again turn around and look closer, and they, they're they just thinking to themselves, no. So they tell Gavin, like, no, we don't know these guys, and Gavin's like, well, it looks like we're about to know them. And sure enough, the three emo kids walk up and they're like, are you like the guy who bumped into one of our brothers yesterday? And Gavin is just looking at them like, huh? And Gavin was like, uh, what are you talking about, dude? And he's like, you know, yeah, no, this is definitely the one. One of the emo kids turns to the other guy and says that. And they're like, all right, bro, you were definitely the guy who bumped into brother i don't know snake lord they get, <laughs> dude there's some like really weird name some kind of like derpy name or something they're like yeah this this is the guy who, who bumped into brother snake lord a couple days ago and then they all turn to gavin and they're like this is your final warning this is emo squad turf and gavin you know probably should have done this well, I mean, it doesn't matter, but he bursts out laughing. He was like, yo, it's whose turf, dude? What? And they're like, this is not a laughing matter. This is the second offense against Emo Squad. He's like, Emo what? Lol. And at this point, right, Gavin, he just can't stop laughing. He's like, so you're telling, you're telling me that the guy I bumped you into, his name is Lord Snake Lord. What, brother Snake Lord, and that you guys are part of Emo Squad? And they're like, it's not a laughing matter. Stop laughing. Stop it. Nah. Real quick before I forget, because I keep on forgetting and it's annoying me, right? A comment emo down below if you made it this far into the video. It's the secret word, and I try my best to heart as many comments to say that as a way to say thank you. And by the way, if you want to support the channel and help me get to 500k a little bit faster, Binge watch videos. There's playlists in the description. I literally appreciate that so much. And he was back to the story. And Gavin's like, you can't be serious, dude. <laughs> and the emo kids are like, this is your last warning. Apologize to us on your knees. 
apologize to us while bowing down, or you will suffer the consequences. You will faith, face the wrath of Emo Squad. And Gavin's like, I'll face the wrath of what? Emo Squad? LOL. So anyways, right, the emo kids are like, fine, you've sealed your fate. And the three of them walk out. And at this point, right, Gavin's friends also kind of join him and like laughing at this. They weren't laughing at the time because they were holding it in much better than Gavin was. But Gavin really at this point just did not care. Uh, uh, fast forward to the next day, though. Goes to school, goes to his locker, as always, is just trying to pick up his backpack. And, uh, you know, he sees that his locker has been opened. And he's like, okay, this is a little weird. And he opens up his locker, and he sees a piece of paper, and he's like, all right, this piece of paper definitely was not here before. It looks like it's, you know, intentionally in here. It was, like, folded up, and it was, like, it, it, it would look like a note. So he picks it up, and he opens it up, and, the, the, like, the, the letter is, like, written in red pen to be all spooky and mysterious. And it says, you have disrespected emo squad for the last time. You now, you shall now suffer the consequences and it was signed, Emo Nation. And Gavin's like, Emo Nation? <laughs> but nothing happens for the rest of the day. So Gavin was, like, pretty convinced that, you know, this was kind of a big bluff and that nothing actually would happen. And, but, you know, anyways, right, uh, you know, the next day rolls around and Gavin has kind of completely forgotten about it. And it's recess and he's just chilling with his friends. He's actually on the swings. I used to love the swings when, like, I used to go out to recess back in the day. The swings, me and the boys would always be on those. It was fire. But anyways, though, right, he was just kind of chilling on the swings, and he sees this squad of six emo kids, or at least they're dressed up like emo kids. They walk up to him. And Gavin's thinking to himself, oh, my God, it's the, it, it, it's the Supreme Lord Emo Nation squad game forever. Hashtag bruh. Like, it, it is, oh, no, guys, they're coming. And they walk up to him, and they're like, so, how's it feeling? And Gavin's like, bro, what? And they're like, you're totally scared right now. I can see through you. And Gavin's like, uh, scared of what? The, 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 the squad fam of Emo Nation? They're like, no, the Brotherhood. Don't disrespect the Brotherhood. And Gavin's like, whatever, lol. And then one of the Emo kids says, so are you ready for the attack? The great Emo versus nerd war? And, 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 and look, Gavin's just like, wait, am I the nerd in this situation? They're like, yes, nerd. And he's like, I, bro. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready for the great battle. Is it going to be greater than uh, World War One, Two, II, and Three combined? Is this going to be like D-Day, but a thousand times bigger and more epic and more explosions? And, and the emo kids, unironically, were like, yes! Are you scared? Gavin's like, no! And they're just like, you should be! And they all kind of run away, and they all, like, sonic dash away. Apparently, like, the sign of the emo kids was, like, sonic dashing away, which, like, if you're trying to be intimidating, I don't know if sonic dashing away is gonna really, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, you know what? I don't get it. Maybe I'm just a big ol' hater. Who knows, dude? Anyways, though, skip forward to Saturday, so two days later, nothing happens in the next two days. But sure enough, right, you know, Gavin and his friends, you know, they kind of congregate, and they're going to go hang out at the park the, for that day. It was a really nice day out. I don't know, they were just trying to chill outside. But the thing is, right, as Gavin was walking, and they were kind of, like, collecting all the guys or whatever, 
Gavin was noticing that, you know, there was this emo kid who was walking on the other side of the sidewalk. And he was like, okay, well, this is a little bit weird. And he notices that the emo kid is, like, looking at them and, like, looking away. His eyes are, like, darting back and forth. And then he picks out a phone and is, like, whispering into the phone. And Gavin is like, hey, because he tells he told his friends about what's been happening the last couple of days. He's like, by the way, we might be having some unexpected fun at the park or whatever is about to happen. And he kind of, like, points to the emo kid. And the emo kid is, like, runs away quickly. And so Gavin and his friends... They're walking to the park, and they just notice, like, random people dressed in all emo, like, randomly appear around them and kind of, like, look at them talking to phones. And Gavin's like, by the way, they said that they were going to have, like, an epic battle or something, so I guess prepare yourselves? So Gavin and his friends make it to the park, and they're, they're just walking in when they see, like, from the trees, from the bushes... 10 emo kids, 10, 11, 12, they all charge out, and they're like... This is the final battle. This will go down in the history books. And Gavin notices that they all have Nerf guns. And he's just like, oh my god, <laughs> no shot. And yeah, so they all walk out with these Nerf guns. And they're like, what are your final words? And Gavin turns to his friends. He's like, all right, so my fault. I realized that they were weird and cringe, but this is like... A whole new level, so my bad. We're gonna have a very weird day today. And they're like, uh, if those are the last words you've chosen, then so be it. And then they start shooting the Nerf guns at him, and like they just kind of like bounce off of him. But Gavin notices that all the Nerf guns were all the Nerf bullets were like colored black with like a black sharpie, just to be even more edgy and emo and like, oh my god, society or whatever, right? And Gavin's like, oh no these foam like pellets are slightly annoying no no but like he's just like guys can, can you stop this is kind of annoying and they're like i know that you would crumble i know that you would fail no mercy and they just come in they're still like shooting these like little foam black bullets or whatever and he's just like guys Please, this is getting annoying. I'm just trying to chill at the park with my friends. And they're like, you shouldn't have disrespected Emo Squad then. And he's like, Emo Squad. They're like, no, stop laughing. And sure enough, right, they just keep shooting their Nerf guns until they run out of bullets. And then they're like, huh, looks like we won this battle. And Gavin's just literally standing there with a pile of, like, poorly drawn Nerf bullets, right? And he's like, what? And they're like, yeah. You got so scared. And Gavin's like, dude, what are you talking about? And they're like, we won this. And then they all like get up, like they get all their Nerf guns together and they're running away. And they're like, and Gavin could hear them yell, yeah, we just won. Let's report back to Emo Squad. <laughs> Gavin's like, I like, okay. <laughs> okay, man. Like, this is really getting annoying, but I guess you won. Let's hope this is the end of it. But unfortunately, it was not the end of it. Yeah, no, these these kids are crazy, bro. So things start to get really, really weird one day, like a couple days later, when Gavin's just chilling in his room, he's on his phone, and he's actually on Instagram, he's just liking people's photos or whatever, just kind of like chilling out, and he gets a follow request from an account called emo underscore nation, like in a bunch of letters or whatever. I'm not going to give you the exact username as I wasn't even given the exact username. And apparently the account's deleted now or whatever. So like, unfortunately we can't go look at the account ourselves and cringe and laugh or whatever. But sure enough, right, you know, the account DMs him and they, this is where things actually get kind of weird. They DM him a video 
And Gavin looks at the video, and the video is of Gavin sitting on his phone, liking photos on Instagram. So Gavin immediately gets up, he goes out, and he sees his window is open. There's no, his, like, his shades are not drawn. He runs out, like, looks at his window, and, you know, his yard is empty. But sure enough, like, maybe a couple minutes ago, or a couple, 20 minutes ago, or whatever, maybe even, like, 30 seconds ago, there was one of the emo kids who was recording him from his backyard looking into his window. At this point, right, Gavin's like, all right, that's weird. I'm starting to get weirded out. I know these kids are just cringe and lame, and all they're going to do is, like, cast spells on me and, like, say, society hates us. But still, I really don't like this invasion of privacy. So Gavin's thinking to himself, all right, so I'm just going to screw over all these kids, like, for messing with me at this point, and I know for a fact how I'm going to do it. So Gavin basically has a plan where he wants to get them to admit in writing who's doing this and just to, like, admit it so then he can report it to the principals and get them to stop doing anything. So Gavin, like, finds the account again, sends it a message, is like, bro, like, I'm waving the white flag, I need to surrender, you guys are too powerful, but first I must know, who is it in the emo squad? And of course the account is like, responds, ha 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 ha, I knew you would crumble, I knew you would fall, kind of goes on this, like, I don't know, this big old Shakespearean big like, oh, you have failed, we have won, emo squad will reign supreme forever, and he's like, all right, like, yeah, I totally lose, guys, you're so right, but can you tell me, who did I lose to, I must know the names, and then uh, Gavin's like, it is only, it is a soldier's honor to tell me who it is. He just made something up to make it sound like something that they had to tell him the names to be honorable or something. And the emo squad legitimately says the, the members of the emo squad are, and then legitimately just gives a list of names. And Gavin's like, wait, bro, you're serious. You're just going to like, you're just going to self-report this hard to me. I like, cool. I'll take it, dude. So then Gavin goes on to say, so it was you guys, the people you just listed, who, you know, recorded me in my house and uh, attacked me at the park and threatened me and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, yes, it was us. It is a soldier's honor to tell uh, you who it was. And at this point, Gavin's like, bro, I just made that up. But like, thanks for believing it, dude. Like, it's just going to make my life so much easier. And he's like, wow, you guys really have won. And they're like, we have won the battle, but not the war. We shall not stop until you understand the truth of how you've disrespected the emo squad. And Gavin at this point, right, you know, he's screen, he's like real, he's real careful to screen record the whole conversation, get screenshots, somehow back it up, because like you can unsend or delete Instagram DMs, you can also delete accounts or whatever. So after Gavin has gotten all the proof, he responds, lol, emo squad, such a nerd name, and then stops responding. And they say, ah, what? I thought you surrendered. We're going to attack even harder now. You don't know what we're capable of. But apparently Emo Squad was also not sh was not aware of what Gavin was capable of. Because the next day, Gavin goes to the principal and he's like, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? The principal's like, yeah, sure, what's up? And uh, Gavin tells the entire story of what happened. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I have names of exactly who is in Emo Squad. And the principal's like, Pfft. And Gavin's like, I know, but hold up, hold up. And shows her the video tells her about everything, and then shows her the proof, and she's like, wow, like, I, normally it's, like, we don't get evidence this, like, convincing, like, 
good job. Like actually, like normally we would have taken your stuff seriously if you just came forward with the story. But the fact that you also got them to admit with a list of names, um, that's that's pretty good. And uh, sure enough, right, every guy that was like, or everyone who was listed on the emo squad account was following the account too. So it's pretty, it's, it was pretty clear they didn't just list random people. And yeah, sure enough, right, uh, um, Gavin goes to class and he's sitting in class when he hears on the loudspeaker the list of names in the emo squad be, and then followed up by can the following names like report to the principal's office and then the list of names in the emo squad and gavin's just sitting there like mm, what a coincidence that totally wasn't me and uh yeah so sure enough right uh everyone in the emo squad gets like sus they don't get suspended but they get detention right after school for the next two weeks and also, they're now placed on kind of thin ice, aka if they do anything against Gavin at all, they will get actually suspended, and if they do anything again, they'll get, like, full-on expelled. So the emo squad never really, like, messes with Gavin again, except this one time about a week later, so they'd been in, like, in-school uh, detention for about a week, uh, Gavin passes one of the emo kids, and the emo kid looks at him and hisses at him and then walks away, and Gavin's just like... <laughs> I mean, what did click I Click on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. Today we get a story of probably uh, the cringiest emo kid, and when I say the cringiest, I mean the cringiest emo kid of all time. Leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's call today's subscriber, uh, let's call him Daniel. So anyways, right, one day, Daniel was in the mall with his friends. And Daniel and his friends decide that they want to go into Zoomies, which is a, it's a store that has, like, a lot of, like, skater-type clothes. Uh, I, they also, like, I used to go in there a little bit, even though I was never kind of, like, a skater kid. I just like the shirts with the cats with the middle fingers in them. I always thought those shirts were pretty funny, and honestly, I'd probably rock one of those today if I still had one, some of those shirts with me. But anyways, right, Daniel and his friends, you know, they decide to go into the, into the store, and they're kind of just looking around, browsing the t-shirts, looking if there's anything they want to buy. And Daniel kind of goes towards the back of the store and towards the back of the store is where there's a bunch of skateboards or whatever And there's these two kids and they're like long dark hair There's like, uh, I don't know a lot of like black eyeshadow and makeup all black clothing Kind of like dripped out with like skull chains, whatever dude just like kind of looking like this guy so anyways, right, Daniel doesn't, like, think anything of it. He's like, oh, that's, like, that's interesting, I guess. Because here's the thing. Daniel doesn't really care how you dress. Daniel doesn't really care how you act. As long as you're, like, decent to other people, he literally doesn't care if, I don't know, man, like, you can do whatever you want. But anyways, Daniel's kind of walking towards the back of the store when he sees one of the two emo kids say, look at him, go up to him, and hold out their hand, kind of like someone, like, you know, the traffic guards, like, go out and hold up their hand to say stop, and, and, the, and the emo kid's like, hey, bro, only emo kids back here, you wouldn't get us anyways, and Daniel kind of looks at him like, bro, I'm just trying to shop in the store, so obviously, Daniel's like, dude, like, I'm just gonna go back here real quick, I just want to see what they have, I'm not gonna, like, spend too much time here, you don't have to worry, and the other emo kid steps up and he's like, dude, I don't have to worry because you're not coming back here because you're not one of us. We can tell that everyone understands you unlike us because society, society doesn't get us uh, like how we get each other. And Daniel's kind of just looking at these two kids like, bro, 
bro, what, what, what's going on here, bro? Like, I, I don't really, I don't really understand, like, and, and Daniel says, all right, man, like, I'm sorry, society, like, does you so dirty or whatever, dude. And uh, Daniel's like, I'll just be a quick second. And the other emo kid kind of like snaps back at him like, don't you step one foot further. You're not, you're not welcome back here. You're not one of us. You're not an emo kid. I don't know if he literally said emo kid. I don't know if they refer to themselves like that, but he's like, you don't get us, man. Only people like us, societal rejects, the people that nobody understands and how deep it is and how hard it is can be back here. And you're definitely a normie, bro. I can just tell you step one foot back here and, you know, I'm going to send you back to, uh, and he takes like a second to think of something. He's like, a pain town with my knuckle sandwich. And Daniel's looking at him like, bro, 2006 called and they want their entire aesthetic back. But whatever, dude. So Daniel's like, I. Right. And then Daniel completely ignores what he says and takes one step forward because he's trying to go to the back of the store to see what they have. He's probably not even going to buy anything. He's definitely not going to linger back there with those kids there. He doesn't want to hang out with them. Dude, trust me. Daniel does not want to be there as much as they don't want him there. He's just going to go in quickly. But he's also not going to not go to the back of the store because these two edgy, these kind of like edgy edgelord kids are like, dude, society doesn't understand us. Leave us alone, bro. Like, nah, dude, he's still going to go there. And like, honestly, like, I don't know if I would have done the same because I'm very not confrontational, but I would have been pretty annoyed. So sure enough, right, Daniel takes one step to the back of the room. And the thing is, Daniel didn't even take one step, like, aggressively towards the emo kid. He literally took it past the emo kid. He was taking a step in the direction of, like, the back of the store, not towards the emo kid. And Daniel, like, doesn't even really understand what's happening, but he just feels this, like, this, this force on his face. And all of a sudden, his entire face is stinging, and his head is, like, ringing a little bit. And then all of a sudden, right, he kind of comes to and realize that the emo kid just punched him in the face. And Daniel looks at him. He's like, dude, what did you like? Did you just punch me, bro? And he's like, dude, I said only societal rejects allowed back here. Uh, you just didn't heed my warning. And so the guy like at the Zoomies, like the front of the desk of Zoomies is seeing what's going on, sees the kid punch him. Is like, you guys got to get out of here. Like, I I'm not having any of this in my store. And the, you know, the emo kid is like, bro, this kid literally attacked me. And at this point, Daniel's like, dude, what? Dude, I was just trying to go to the back of the store. You say all this cringe stuff, and then you punch me in the face. And then when we're told to leave, you said that I attacked you? And the emo kid's like, bro, look, he's lying. Look at the way that he's so angry. He's getting so angry because he's lying, dude. And he's talking to the guy at the front desk. He's like, don't kick me out and my friend. Kick this guy. This guy's causing up a huge storm. And the guy at the front desk is like, like, I really don't care. I need all of you guys out of the store immediately. And, you know, Dan Daniel's other friends are at the other side of the store, and they're looking over, like, what is happening? So Daniel looks up the guy at the front desk, and he's like, all right, man, like, just so you know, this guy attacked me, but, like, whatever. I'm not trying to make your job harder. Look, I've worked retail before. I get it. I know it's hard. I'll just step out of the store. And the two emo kids were like, life is so unfair. Society strikes once again. And they like slowly lumber out of the store. But dude, you might be thinking that the cringe is over here. No, 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 no. 
that's where you're mistaken. Comment emo down below if you'd like a heart on your comment. Emo is going to be the secret word of the day. And while you're down there, uh, follow my Instagram. It's in the description. That's where you can send in the stories. Turn on notifications. Join the Discord server. And anyways, right, Daniel and his friend and the emo kid and the other, the two emo kids all walking out of the store. And the emo kid is like, bro, bro, I was like, where am I going to go now? Zoomies was the only place that accepted us. And Daniel's like, dude, you should have thought of that before you punched me in the face. And then all of a sudden, right, you know, there's this mall cop that's walking around, kind of just patrolling the area. And one of the emo kids is like, Mr. Police Officer, Mr. Officer, whatever, we need you real quick. And the police officer's like, okay, like, he wasn't really doing anything. But, you know, he's not trying to really do his job either, so he's like, fine, what is it? He walks over, and the emo kid is like, this kid literally punched me in the face. I need you to kick him out of the mall. And the officer's like, oh, and he turns to the kid. He's like, all right, is this true? And Daniel's like, dude, what? No, this guy punched me in the face. The officer's like, all right, well, if I only have conflicting stories, I'm going to be forced to, like, kick you guys both out of the store. And Daniel's like, I didn't do anything. I just went into the store and he just punched me for not being emo. And the officer looks at Daniel and is like, all right, your story's sounding a little suspicious. You're telling me that this kid punched you because he, you aren't, like, emo or something? I don't think I can believe that, man. And Daniel at this point is, like, kind of like, he's like, I, 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 Daniel's lost for words because this is, like, the craziest thing that's ever happened. However... Shout out to Daniel's friend, because Daniel's friend is like, hey, I saw a security camera in there. Like, I'm pretty sure that whatever altercation happened was caught on camera. And as he said that, one of the like the emo kids, like their faces both dropped and the officer's like, oh, yeah, like I can actually like it's pretty easy for me to request that. And if it's a certain type of camera, they can actually play it back directly in the store. And they, you know, they walk back into the store and the guy behind the cash register is like, oh, you guys are back already. And then he looks at the officer. He's like, oh, boy, what did you guys do now? And so anyways, the cat, the officer goes into the store, goes up to the register and asks the guy if he can see like the camera. In there was some kind of camera that was able to like it was you could play it back instantly or something or it's very easy for the officer to check the cameras on site. So anyways, he goes to the footage, looks back at it, is looking at the kids, like kind of like looking at the camera, then looking at the kids kind of to make sure that he's like seeing who is who. And he puts down the camera and he looks at Daniel and he's like, all right, son, like you can go, like you can do whatever you want. And then he turns to the emo kid and he's like, why did like, why? He just says, why? Like, why would you call me over when it's very clear that like this, like you confronted this kid and then you punched him square in the face. He didn't even like return a punch to defend himself, which if he did, I'd still have to kick him out of the mall, but that would have been more understandable. Like, why would you call attention? Like, to this whole situation and you know you're gonna get kicked out of the mall because i'm gonna have to do that it's part of my job and the emo kid is just like society once again strikes it, it no one understands me and the two emo kids are like Ugh, society and the police officer looks at the emo kids and is like guys this is not society doing you wrong you literally punch some guy in the face and then told a police officer that, like, or a mall cop that he punched you, and then when you get, you caught, caught on your lies and got caught, like, attacking someone, you're, 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 you're shocked that you got kicked out, are you serious? And once again, the emo kid is like, 
society. You wouldn't get it, bro. Click on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. Today we get a story time of this emo kid who thinks that he's like legitimately a god, like he has godlike powers and can put spells on people, and the people must cower in fear before him and do exactly what he says because he thinks he's legitimately a god. I'm not even kidding. Strap in, subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber who sent in this story, let's call him Drew. So this all happened one day when Drew and his mom decided to get uh, dinner with uh, his cousin and his cousin's mom, because it had been a long time since Drew and his mom had seen his cousin and his cousin's mom, and at this point, right, you know, you know, they just want to have a little bit of a reunion. It had actually been so long that it had probably been about three to four years since Drew has seen his cousin, and, you know, while they're driving over there, because they were driving to some kind of, like, local restaurant or whatever, because Drew's cousin and his Drew's cousin's mom were happened to be in the area for some reason, uh, Drew's mom was like, hey, Drew, by the way, I just want to let you know that your cousin, he's going through a little bit of a phase and you know drew's like what do you mean and she's like oh he's kind of going through like a little emo phase right now so uh be nice to him he's kind of he's being extra emotional nowadays by the way i've seen a lot of people in my comments say that they kind of dress emo or whatever dude i literally don't care do what you want to do uh, like i you, you got my love and respect either way as long as you don't act like this kid then we're cool but anyways right his mom's like yeah he's kind of going through a bit of an emo phase right now and drew was like all right like that's cool whatever i'll like not be mean to him about that uh and uh yeah well uh, drew's mom did not say that he was also going through his greek god arc or whatever dude like it's the funniest thing ever but anyways so they sit down and drew and his mom are looking in and drew sees drew's cousin's mom and she's like oh my god how's it going wait drew's cousin's mom would be his drew's mom's sister okay that's much easier so drew's mom sees drew's mom sees her sister and it's like oh my god it's been so long how's it going they run up and they like hug each other at this point right drew is kind of curious to see what his cousin is looking like and uh yeah sure enough right uh you know he looks over and uh drew's uh cousin is like full like super long dark black hair has a dark has like a black hoodie from hop topic has like black socks and has like a spiky chain thing dog collar thing and has like long like black painted nails and has a like a, a little like a uh, in you know in his mouth like he has like a lip ring or something and he's like he comes up and he's kind of like shrugged over hands and pockets is like what's up and uh, Drew's like, hey, man, how's it going? Last time, like, he was in his Minecraft arc, so completely different, man. So Drew was a little taken aback. But anyways, they all decide to go and sit down, and they're just talking about stuff. And it seems super normal at first, but here's the first interaction that Drew kind of realized was the beginning of, wow, this is going to be a lot weirder than I ever expected. Drew's cousin, like the emo kid, and I'm just going to call him the emo kid, just realized the emo kid and Drew's cousin are the same person from here on out. So anyways, right, the emo kid is sitting there, and the first kind of really weird thing he says is, is he refers to Drew right as a mere mortal like it was like a totally normal conversation, and I think like the emo kid was like looks at Drew and he says, how is a mere mortal like you faring in like school? And Drew was like, okay, that's like kind of funny. Drew thought he was just trolling. He thought he was joking around. Drew really thought that like the emo kid had a pretty good sense of humor and you know, Drew was all for it. He thought it was pretty funny. So Drew kind of responded as normal. But the thing was that was kind of weird and which kind of like, this was kind of the thing that made Drew think, oh my God, like, wait, this is actually something is when the emo kid's mom, his aunt, 
I, I don't know why in the beginning I kept saying Drew's cousin's mom, his aunt. I'm kind of an idiot. I'm sorry, guys. Anyways, right, his aunt made this face, like a bit of a grimace, but also a smile. And Drew's like, why is she acting so weird? Like, the, the kid made a joke about me being a mere mortal. Little did Drew know the emo kid was in his god era or whatever, right? So, I mean, he, he did, he meant it, bro. He legitimately meant that he was a mere mortal. But anyways, right, you know, weird things just kept going on like that. Because all of a sudden, right, you know, the emo kid was like, yeah, like, when I was at school, it's going well for me because... Since, you know, and he looks at them when he says, you know, and has a bit of a smirk and Drew in his head is like, yeah, I don't know, but he doesn't question any further. The emo kid's like, yeah, because, you know, all my friends are, you know, they're bowing down because, you know, they don't want to, they, they don't want to deal with my wrath, which I totally understand. And Drew's kind of just like in his head, like, all right, like the, I can't tell if this is a joke or not. If it's a joke, this bit of satire is pretty funny. But if it's not a joke, oh my god, like, this is not gonna be, this is super weird. But anyways, right, and he looks at Drew's cousin, or the emo kid's cousin's mom again, and she's grimacing again. And Drew in his head is like, wait a minute, something's off here. So the emo kid is like, I gotta go to the bathroom. He stands up and he, like, sonic dashes away, or just, like, does the sonic dash away, and, like, the thing is, right, Drew didn't notice this before, but he has, like, a black cloak. Like, the dude has a Superman cape, but it's, like, all black and, like, emo and whatever. And Drew's just like, okay, this guy's a bit of a, he's a bit of an oddball, but at least he's a good guy. That turned out to be very incorrect, but anyways, right, Drew is just like, all right, man went to the bathroom, like, I guess it's just gonna be my mom, my aunt and I talking, and the aunt, her face was like a forced smile for the entire conversation until Drew left, and her face completely dropped, and she's like, guys, I'm so sorry, like, I gotta let you know something, and they were all just like, uh, what are you, what are you talking about, and she was like, guys, like, I don't know how to explain this, but I guess they, the best way I can explain this is that, you know, your cousin and looks at Drew is like, Drew, your cousin, he's, uh, you know, he's in his God arc right now. And Drew's like, huh? What is a God arc? <laughs> he's like, huh? Well, what do you mean a God arc? Like, what does that even mean, bro? And she's like, uh, yeah. So basically he thinks that he's a legitimate God and that his friends bow down because they know that he can smite them and put spells on him. And, you know, he's been in his emo phase for a while, but it's evolved into an emo God phase. And Drew is just like looking at her like, wait, is the emo kid and my aunt, are they both on the same comedy bit? Is this like a sketch or something and he left to make it seem more believable? Because if that's the case, bravo, they're getting five star rating from me. But if this is legit and it's seeming like it's legit, oh my God, I'm actually gonna like flip out, dude. This is the craziest thing ever. And and then the, his aunt goes on to say, and you know, he's very fragile emotionally or whatever. So if you guys can just please Please play along if he, like, makes a mention that he's a god. Please don't burst his bubble. Like, like I, I know it's a lot to ask, and it's super weird, but please, just do it for me. He's gonna get through this phase and be normal soon. I hope. <laughs> she has a long pause and then says, I hope. And, like, you know, Drew's mom kind of cringes a little bit. She's like, oh, my God. Like, thank God Drew is not like this and not in his God arc. Drew's mom wouldn't care if Drew was, like, an emo or something. But if he was an emo God phase, like, she would be like, bruh. Like, my son, why? Why do I live? 
just to suffer. And that's when Drew sees the emo kid slash his cousin return from the bathroom. And you guys might be thinking, oh, he's not too bad, right? In his little god arc, because all he's saying is like his friends are mortals or whatever. No, it is about to get 1,000 times worse. It's something about the bathroom just turned him into like super evil vengeous god mode. Like it is about to get so so bad, so strap in and prepare yourself. Real quick, comment emo down below if you want a heart on your comment. I'm gonna try and heart as many of those comments as I possibly can because emo is the secret word of the day. And by the way, the channel's actually been doing really well because you guys have been binge watching the videos. And I, I tell you, best way to support the channel is to watch a bunch of my videos in a row and then comment about it. And you guys have been going like really above and beyond. Like here's just some people on screen who've been like legitimately watching like a ton of videos and like legitimately watching me letting me know just so you guys know this is the best way to support me and it's actually really shown and it, it's crazy and i just want to say thank you so let me know if you're binge watching these videos in the comments i'll try and heart them i'll try and respond or something and just know i really do appreciate it and uh yeah thank you for the watch time uh, the channel's going kaboom and it's all because of you guys anyways back to the story so the emo kid comes back and he sits down and when he sits down he wraps his cape around him like he's dracula or whatever and, uh, you know, uh, Drew's mom slash the emo kids, uh, or Drew's aunt slash the emo kid's mom, right, is like, hi, Drew, welcome back. And Drew, I don't know what happened to him in the bathroom, but he's like, he responds, he, he turns his head, he looks at his mom, and he says, silence, mortal, do not speak to a god like me. And all of a sudden, everyone at the table goes silent. And even the table next to them goes silent, and they were in the middle of a conversation. Like everyone, like in the in the five mile like vicinity or five foot vicinity, was like paused and was just like, "What did I just hear?" And you know, the emo kid's mom gets like very like <laughs> nervous, and she's very thankful that like she was able to tell uh, you know Drew and his mom like what's going on. But she was like, "Oh my liege, I am so sorry. Please forgive me." And the emo kid is like, "Fine, I'll consider it. Your punishment will be less than uh, because of your uh, repents. Repents is that the word? Yes, because you're forg you're slightly forgiven, but your punishment will still happen." And he, like, whips up his cape again and, like, hides his face behind it. It's like, meh, 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 meh. At this point, right, Drew's like, oh, my God, my cousin's gone off the deep end, bro. What? So anyways, right, the emo kid's mom starts having a conversation with Drew's mom, kind of just trying to, like, move past that super awkward moment of his, of, like, her son saying, silence, mortal, you will be punished, like, something just very strange like that, and uh, she just tries to have a normal conversation, and she was doing pretty successfully as the emo kid was, like, evilly staring at them like uh, like through his black mascara looking at them and like it like i don't know like drew like looked at his cousin and like briefly very briefly drew just kind of drew looked at his cousin and the emo kid looks at him makes eye contact and goes Hiss! and drew's just thinking to himself what what did i do i looked at you like why are you so much less normal right now because the emo kid was kind of weird before as he was calling people his mortals but for some reason he just went off the deep end by the time he came back anyways right the uh the waiter comes around and brings their food and things are looking pretty good because like i don't know drew's like all right i don't need to interact with my uh, cousin anymore he's kind of weird i can just focus on my food and he can focus on his food and then we can just get out of here life is good and that was just unfortunately not the case because when the food came down, the emo kid is like, 
all right, because he, he speaks for the first time since calling his mom a mere mortal and that she's going to be punished. And he says, all right, time for the sacrifices. And his mom is kind of like, oh, boy. And Drew is just thinking in his head, eh, like, what's going on here? And uh, sure enough, the emo kid's mom is like, oh, yes, my lord. And she takes, like, half of her food and scrapes it onto his plate. And he's like, hmm, all right, who else? And Drew kind of is just so confused right now. He's just like, uh, am I supposed to give this kid some, some of my food? Bro, Drew was hungry. He didn't have lunch that day. He was, like, tired. He, the food he got was really good. He's not trying to give this weirdo emo kid who thinks he's a god half of his food. That's just not what he's trying to do today, man. This is not what he's trying to do. And the emo kid is like, Drew, you will be punished if you don't give me half of your food. And Drew in his head is like, what? Huh? <sighs> No, well, I'm not, like, I'm just not doing that. Like, at the end of the day, I hate to say it. Or actually, I don't hate to say it. I love to say it. I relish in the fact that I'm saying it. I'm not giving him half my food. That's crazy. And, you know, Drew is just kind of looking around, and he makes eye contact with the emo kid's mom slash his aunt, and his aunt just gives him a death stare, like, do it, do it. My son needs you to do it. And so Drew's like, fine, whatever. And Drew, like, takes about a third of his food and puts it on the emo kid's plate, and he's so angry he has to do this in the first place. And the emo kid looks at him and says, Peasant! This is not a half of your food! This is only a third! And Drew in his mind is like, wait, he's gonna actually nitpick me on this? He's, I, I gave him basically half my food. Yeah, I actually gave him like a third. It, it, it's same thing, right? And the emo kid is like, you will be smited if you don't give me half of your food. And Drew is just thinking to himself, my God, what is wrong with my cousin? And uh, Drew's mom's like, all right, honey, here you go. And scrapes off half of her food into the emo kid's plate. And he's like, does this like weird, like cringe laugh or whatever. And Drew's just like, you know what? This, fine. Uh, and so Drew scrapes the rest of his food or the other half, or at least up to half of his food onto his plate. And he's thinking, whatever, like, I'm going to be hungry. I'll just grab food at home. I'm just trying to get out of this very weird meal. And the emo kid is like, smart move, peasant, smart move. You will not be smited now. And the emo kid starts like, he eats like literally one bite on his plate and it is done. He just doesn't eat the rest of it. And Drew is just, like, so angry at this point for everything that's happened, but now the emo kid demanded all of this food from everyone at the table, and he doesn't even eat any of it. So eventually, right, the waiter comes around and is like, oh, are you done? And points to everyone else who has finished their food because they're all very hungry with empty plates. And he points to the emo kid. He's like, oh, do you want me to box that up? And the emo kid says, no, I'm done, and hands him the plate. And Drew in his head is like, what? What? You didn't even eat it. Why? So Drew really just wants to get out of there. He's not trying to deal with this nonsense anymore. But the emo kid, like, the, the waiter comes around and says, Hey, guys, do you want any dessert? And the emo kid is like, Yes! I, I demand it! And the waiter's like, Uh, okay, I'll get the menus. And Drew in his head is just thinking to himself, Bro, I'm trying to get out of here. This weirdo, but, like, I'm just trying to get away from the weirdo, right? But he demands the food, so I guess I'll get some ice cream, whatever. As long as he doesn't take all my ice cream or something. And so sure enough, they get the dessert menus, and they all order their ice cream. And uh, the thing is, right, the parents don't end up ordering any of the ice cream. So it's just Drew and the emo kid that both get, like, three scoops of whatever flavor they like. 
And so sure enough, right, it is very quiet and awkward. Even the parents at this point have given up trying to make the situation less awkward, and they're just dead silent. And the whole table is dead silent. And it's just so weird and strange. And Drew just wants to go home, and he doesn't want to be here. But finally, right, a little light at the end of the tunnel, the ice cream comes, and Drew's already prepared that he probably has to give the emo kid half of his ice cream. He's like, whatever, man, like, this dinner sucks. I never want to see this guy again if he's in his god arc or whatever, right? I'm not trying to see this kid anymore, but fine if this gets me home. And at least I'll have half a bowl of ice cream. One and a half scoops is pretty good. Um, I'll take it, whatever. It's not three, but I'll take one and a half. So the ice cream comes and the waiter puts the stuff down and says, enjoy guys. And so Drew is getting ready to, to divide his ice cream in half. And the email kid is like, all right, peasant, give me all your ice cream. And Drew looks at, looks at him and is like, all, all of it? Drew's like, oh, I thought you wanted half. He's like, no, for dessert, I deserve it all. Or you will be smited. Do you want to be smited, peasant? And Drew looks at him and he has that like eye twitch. You know when someone in the movies is about to go insane, their eye starts twitching? Drew legitimately told me over Instagram DMs, which is how he sent me the, the story. So follow my Instagram in the description, but also submit stories there. I'm gonna have an email up very soon. Sorry for the delay. Give me a couple days, guys. But anyways, right, Drew has this eye twitch and he's just looking at him and he's about to go completely insane all over the emo kid. And he looks at the emo kid and Drew says to him, no. In fact, I will not be giving you any of my ice cream. And Drew's aunt is like, <gasps> and Drew's mom in his head, and Drew, Drew's mom doesn't really react, but she's like, all right, finally, my son is standing up to this weirdo kid who happens to be my cousin. I don't even care at this, or my son's cousin. I don't even care at this point, right? And Drew's like, yeah, I'm not eating, giving you any of my ice cream. And Drew takes a massive bite. And the emo kid says, peasant, you will be punished either way for being for disrespecting my authority, but I will give you a chance to give me the ice cream before you get smited. And Drew's like, all right, bro, smite me. Yeah, smite, uh, have you ever sm smited anyone before? I don't know if that's the correct past tense. Have you, ever, have, have you ever smited anyone before, bro? I didn't think so. So yeah, go ahead and smite me. And the emo kid is like, very well. And he stands up from his table and he goes, yeah! and like stretches out both of his hands to do like Sith Force, force Lightning or something. Nothing happens. And Drew's like, <laughs> all right, try again, bro. And he's like, Wah! he stands up, like stretches out his hands. And once again, right, nothing happens. And the emo kid's like, Peasant, I was giving you mercy, which is something I rarely give out. Give me the ice cream or you'll be smited for real. And Drew's like, all right, bro, smite me for real then. And the emo kid starts getting angry. And he's like, I was generous. I was kind. And you, you disgusting little peasant, you don't understand what you did. And the emo kid takes... He goes over, reaches over, grabs Drew's bowl of ice cream, and chucks it across the room. And is like, if I can't have it, nobody can. And Drew's like, all right, man, I'm done. And he gets up, and he looks at his mom. He's like, mom, we're going. And Drew's mom, instead of being like, oh, no, just stay. We haven't seen your cousin, and you're on in so long. Is like, all right, bet. And turns to, like, turns to her, uh, Drew's aunt slash her sister's like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, we got to go. I forgot. And, you know... Drew's aunt is kind of just like, yeah, I get it, man. And Drew's cousin, the emo kid who thinks he's a god, is like, no, no, you will pay. I'm going to put a spell on you. 
put a spell on you, what? So Drew walks out of the restaurant with his mom and they get into the car and Drew's like, mom, can we not hang out with my cousin anytime soon? Or at least until he's done with his God phase. I don't care about his emo phase, if I'm being honest, but can we at least wait till he's done with his God emo phase? And Drew's mom is like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that was a terrible experience. We're not hanging out with them for a while. I love my sister, but she's got to take control of her son. Click on the oh video on God. screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. Today, we got a story of probably the cringiest emo kid on planet Earth. Uh, this is probably one of the craziest stories I've received in a long time. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you like stories. And let's call today's subscriber who sent in this story. Let's call him Logan. So Logan was in the seventh grade when this all went down, and in Logan's class, there was an emo guy and an emo girl. Yes, I'm in love with an emo girl type emo girl. Um, uh, and I'm just gonna call them emo girl and emo guy, because you guys know if I have like a billion names for people, I swap them, and even if I have one name, I've even messed that up once before. My brain is very small. But this all happened one day when the emo girl and the emo guy were at recess together, and basically like Logan had recess for a very long time. I know a lot of people don't have recess past like fifth grade, but Logan Logan had it all the way through ninth grade, which is pretty cool. So basically, right, the emo guy and the emo girl every single day at recess would sit at this bench, which kind of was like close enough to everyone else, but also far enough that they weren't going to like get, I don't know, hit by someone on the swing or have to like interact with people. And basically what they would do is they would sit on the bench together and they would be in each other's arms and they would be like, society, no, no, but they would be like randomly cussing out kids and like literally some kid would walk by, let's call the kid Ben, or Little little Ben over here, little Benny boy, would walk by the emo girl and emo guy, right? I'm just going to call them the emo couple. And the emo couple would be like, oh, look at that Ben. He's such like a conformer to society. He's such a sheeple. He's the sheep and sheeple, bro. Like, he doesn't understand our suffering. He doesn't understand how society treats us because uh, society hates the emo kids. Uh, and, and Ben would walk by and like he'd be able to hear all this nonsense. He'd be like, bro, I can hear you. And they'd be like, oh, what is that sheeple? And sometimes they would just like get really like aggro and cuss people out. They'd be like, hey, Ben. And he's like, yeah, you suck, bro. And Ben's like, all right, no one likes you guys. And they're like, oh, society keeps hating on us, bro. Why do you think society hates you so much? If you're sending hate out, you're getting hate back at the end of the day. But this all happened one day when Logan made the mistake of getting too close to the emo guy and the emo girl. So the emo couple was sitting on their little bench, right? And they were just like, society, as always. And sure enough, you know, Logan, you know, he sees his friends at the tetherball. I don't know if you guys ever played tetherball back in middle school, but that was the most fun game ever. I would legit play it if I had it in my backyard right now. But his friends were over at the tetherball and Logan was walking over. And Logan could either take the long route, having to go around the basketball court, to the tether ball, or he could pass by on the short route, he'd have to pass by the emo bench, as I'm gonna call it, because that's where the emo guy and the emo girl would always sit every single recess and complain about shashade or whatever. And so sure enough, right, Logan just, you know, you know, he just, he doesn't know like the real deal with the emo kid and the emo girl, and he doesn't want to take the long route. So he decides that he's gonna pass by the emo bench. And he passes by the emo bench, and the emo kid is like, 
Because he gets kind of close to them, because I don't know, he's paying attention, he's just walking, and the emo kid, or the emo guy, I should specify, is like, hey, hey man, wait a second. And Logan turns around and is like, oh, it's that weird emo-looking guy, like, whatever. By the way, if you dress emo, I, I really don't care, like, you can do whatever you want, man, you're good in my book, just don't act like these kids, and we're chilling, bro. But anyways, Logan's like, oh, it's these kids, like, I know they're kind of weird or whatever, and the emo guy's like, dude... I saw that you were looking at my girl, and Logan's like, bro, what are you talking about? And the emo kid's like, bro, bruh, it's obvious, you're in love with my girlfriend. And Logan's like, dude, what, seriously, what are you even talking about? He's like, don't try and deny it, bro, you're only gonna get into more trouble from me. And, like, the emo kid looks over at his girlfriend, and the emo girl's like, oh, you're my big defender, against this guy in society <laughs> dude i'm sorry i can't do the story with a straight face so logan politely explains to the emo guy that he has no interest in his girlfriend and he's not saying oh she's ugly lol he's just like dude i was literally just passing by why would you think that like i have any interest in her like why would i why would that give off the impression that i want to like get with your girl like why why on earth would that give off that impression and so the emo guy is starting to realize that he was overreacting and that you know logan was literally just passing by but the emo guy uh, starts to have come up with a different theory in his head. And he's like, man, wait a minute. Are you calling my girlfriend ugly? And Logan's like, bro, no, like she's totally fine looking. Like, so, and then he's like, so you want to, you're in love with my girlfriend? And Logan's like, no, bro, I'm not. I'm trying to go play tetherball with my friends. And the emo kid is like, so you disrespected my girl? Turns over to his girl, gives a little wink. You're hot, beautiful. She's like, oh, shishadi. <laughs> and he turns back. <laughs> he turns back around. And he's like, that's it. I don't stand for this type of disrespect and slander against my emo girlfriend. Because I'm in love with an emo girl. You and I, we're going to fight tomorrow for her honor and respect. And Logan's like, What? And the emo kid's like, yeah, bro, we're gonna fight. You and me at recess at this time, it's you versus me. I don't want to see you chicken out because I'll find you either way. And Logan's like, all right, bro, whatever. I'm gonna go, go play some tetherball. Logan thought that that was it. Logan thought the emo kid was just being like, I don't know, overreacting just to like impress his girlfriend. But unfortunately, he was wrong. Real quick, comment emo down below if you want to heart on your comment. I'll try and heart as many comments that say emo as possible, as that is the secret word of the day. And by the way, if you really do want to support the channel, uh, binge watch a bunch of my videos. I got playlists, or just watch videos in the recommended from me. It really helps the channel, and please leave a comment telling me that you're doing it so I can personally thank you. Recently, I've also been getting a lot of comments of people saying that they put on my videos to go to sleep, which I don't know if that's an insult or a good thing, but either way, like, here's the thing, man. Watch time is watch time, and it supports the channel, so, look, I'm not saying to put on a playlist of my videos, turn the volume down to 1% while you're sleeping to boost the channel, but I'm also not saying to not do that, wink. Anyways, back to the story. 
So anyways, right, the next day rolls around and Logan doesn't think anything of it. Yes, in the back of his mind, he's thinking about the crazy experience of when he passed the emo kid bench, but he doesn't really think anything of it and he really doesn't think that the emo guy is going to, I don't know, <laughs> Oh my god, I got hiccups. But he doesn't think the emo kid is actually gonna do anything, man. Like, he's just like, okay, whatever. He's just trying to impress his emo girl. So, like, whatever, bro. Like, it really doesn't matter. And, uh, anyways, the next day rolls around, and it's recess. And sure enough, you know, Logan goes out once again to go to the tetherball, because that's where the boys were at. And he, I mean, he had a great day at tetherball the day before. That is a really fun game. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. I just really enjoyed it as a kid. But anyways, Logan goes over and he's just planning on walking to the tetherball having a good time with his friends but you know who's standing there blocking his way um yeah it's the emo guy and the emo girl is sitting on the bench and she's looking at her emo boyfriend uh right and but the emo boyfriend is standing there he's like yo do you remember when you disrespected my emo girl and uh logan's like what and the boyfriend takes out like, you know, there's like at the Halloween decoration stores, those big like foam fake skull swords. It's like the big gray swords that are made of foam and super bendy, but have like the skulls on them or whatever. So the emo kid must have bought one of those or had one of those already because he whips one of those out. And he's just like, it is time to battle, man. And L Logan's just like, bruh, like what? Uh, man, I'm just I'm 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 just trying to play some tetherball, bro. Like, uh, I don't know about you, but, and he's like, no, you disrespected my emo kid. Like, <laughs> so sure enough, right? The emo kid or the emo guy should be specific is like, and you will pay the price. And he runs in against Logan and he takes the foam sword. He starts like going whap, 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 whap. Just starts like beating him with the with the foam sword. But bro, it's a foam sword. It literally bends on impact. So when he hits him, right, the sword just bends in half, right? It just kind of whaps around. However, he's kind of whapping it pretty hard. He's like pop, 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 pop. So it's like almost like slapping him. And sure enough, Logan's getting kind of little red marks. It's like if someone was like... You know, they're slapping you. I slapped my knee, by the way. Don't be weird. Uh, <laughs> if someone's, like, slapping you, they might leave, like, some red marks. They're not going to do any actual damage, though, unless you're in a professional slapping contest and your head explodes or something. But, yeah, sure enough, the teacher saw that and is like, hey, hey, you there, stop that. And, you know, the emo kid's like, dude, this guy started it first. And the teacher's like, no, 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 I saw the whole thing. You just came up to this kid and you were just slapping him. Go to the principal's office. You have detention for the rest of recess. And the emo kid looks at Logan and is like, this is not over, man. This is not over. A week goes by and nothing happens to Logan. The, I mean, Logan kind of purposely avoids the emo bench. And he does look over and he sees the emo boyfriend and the emo girlfriend all cuddled up, cursing out society, as always, right? And uh, sure enough, right, he just thinks he's done. Uh, Logan thinks he's, he's in the clear, that the emo kid has stopped his nonsense, but no. No, 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 wrong. The emo kid has not stopped his nonsense. It's about to get much worse, believe it or not. So sure enough, a week goes by, and during that week, nothing happens. So Logan literally forgets entirely about the whole emo kid 
whatever, disrespecting his emo girl type thing. He just doesn't even, like, think about it. Like, at the end of the day, he's just like, all right, whatever, man. I'm going to go play some tetherball, go hang out with my friends, play some, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't know, whatever they do at recess. Uh, But one day, a week later, you know, Logan walks into school, and Logan has a couple classes before recess. And Logan is just in the hallway, and this big like emo looking kid who he has never seen before walks up to him it's like hey i'm the emo kid's cousin and i'm gonna beat you up and logan's like oh my god because this kid was massive the emo kid was kind of built like me like a spooky scary skeleton but this emo kid bro he was like he was like I don't know. He was like a linebacker for like, I don't know, the Patriots, dude. He was a big guy. He was big guy for sure. And uh, Logan, uh, you know, Logan was pretty medium sized, but he was about to get obliterated by this guy if he actually did do anything. So Logan's like, what? And the in the emo kid's cousin, who is also emo, he's like the emo, I'm just gonna call him the emo cousin, right? The emo cousin, who is super big, comes up to him is like, you, me, boxing. <laughs> Logan's like, Bro, am I supposed to be Logan Paul? Like, boxing? Huh? But sure enough, the emo kid's cousin is like, yeah, you, me, recess, boxing. This is for disrespecting my cousin's girlfriend. And he gives him a little shove. And Logan, like, feels the vibrations through his body as he kind of stumbles back a little bit. Kind of sizes it up and realizes, oh, my God, this is not going to end well. So Logan is kind of struggling to pay attention in class because he's kind of thinking about, you know, what's going to happen at recess. This big guy, the big emo cousin guy, said he was wanted to box him, whatever that even meant. But he was a little scared. I mean, he didn't think he was going to do that well if he actually did end up boxing this guy. Just because this guy was big and he was kind of medium big or he was kind of medium small, to be honest. So he was like, all right, man, I'm not going to do so hot. And Logan really knew that he was in trouble when he walked out, like, kind of like, because he walks out of the building to go to recess as he's trying to avoid the whole thing and maybe hang out with his friends instead. And normally people are kind of like, I don't know, dispersed around. Some are at the swing, some are playing basketball, some are at the tetherball, some are at the emo bench, you know, whatever, right? But at this point, they were all huddled around. And when Logan walked out, they all turned to look at him. And Logan just knew at that point on that things were about to be, they were about to be pretty bad, if he's being honest. So Logan kind of just walks out there, and the crowd that's kind of circled around that was looking at him kind of steps to the side to show the emo girl, the emo guy, and the emo guy's big emo cousin all standing there. Apparently, word got out that there was going to be a big boxing match or whatever. And here's the thing, right? Stuff like this never happens at Logan's school. So when people heard that this was potentially going to happen, everyone was like, all right, man, the basketball, the tetherball, the, I don't know, the swinging, that can all be on hold because that can happen any day. But a boxing match between this kid and this big, like, emo guy who's, like, doesn't even go here, this is not something that happens every single day. So sure enough, right, they were tuning in. They wanted to see what happened. And the emo kid is like, or the emo guy's like, Oh my god, Logan, are you ready to get on for disrespecting my girlfriend, my emo girl? And Logan's like, bro, like, I didn't even say anything. And the cousin's like, yeah, you're just saying that because you're scared. Everyone's like, <laughs> okay, not everyone was laughing. It was literally just the emo kids. But at the end of the day, right, everyone was still watching. 
And so the, uh, you know, anyways, uh, the emo guy, like, has, like, takes out his backpack, who, which, because, like, normally you didn't bring your backpack to recess, but for some reason, the emo guy brought his backpack to recess. So, you know, that was a little confusing. And yeah, so sure enough, you know, he opens up his backpack and he takes out two pairs of boxing gloves. And Logan's just like, oh, so, so we're actually, so we're actually doing this. Oh, okay. So this is actually something that's good. Oh, oh, mm, okay. Huh? So Logan like starts to put on the boxing gloves and is kind of like in his head, what am I doing if I go along with this? I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get destroyed. So Logan, midway through putting on the boxing gloves is like, wait, I didn't agree to do this. He starts taking out the boxing gloves and the emo cousin is like, well, then I'm gonna fight you either way. If we do this officially, it'll be a fair fight. If you try and run away like a little weasel rat boy, then I'm just gonna come after you either way. So you got no choice. And at this point, Logan, like, is actually really concerned. Like, the whole thing was kind of a joke, and it was becoming less and less of a joke up to this point. But at that moment, he realized kind of how serious the situation is. Just a little word of advice for me. Don't get into any, like, fights at school. Just, uh, please, for the love of God, avoid all that stuff like the plague. If it's happening, just report it. Just get away from that stuff. But anyways, Logan's like, oh, God, like, this is really bad. And he was starting to get pretty nervous. And that's when kind of his, that's kind of when like his guardian angel came in a sense, because this, uh, uh, the school principal, two teachers and six security guards, the entire security guard force at the school came in, people started dispersing, they started running away. The teachers pointed at all three, of the emo kids. They also pointed at Logan and the security guards kind of like, didn't like apprehend them. They didn't like tase them and tackle them to the ground or anything, but they're kind of like, you four, you got to come with me. And the emo kid's cousin's like, I don't even go here. And the security guard's like, yeah, you still got to come with us. And he's like, no, I don't. And they're like, we'll legit call the police on you if you try and leave. Like, don't even try. He's like, okay, whatever, man. So sure enough, all four of them, they were sent to the principal's office and the principal and all the security guards were sitting around, kind of sat them down, and kind of just wanted an explanation of what happened. So the emo kids explained from their perspective, and then Logan explained from his perspective, and obviously his perspective is the perspective I just told, and apparently the emo kids' perspective was the same thing, but a little bit more dramatic of, like, Logan disrespecting the girlfriend or whatever, but honestly, the stories were practically the same, which is a little weird, like, why would the emo kids say exactly what was happening when, obviously, they were in the wrong apparently they didn't realize how dumb they were being but uh yeah sure enough the principal's like wow that's insane so you might be thinking to yourself how on earth did they get an entire like security task force and all the teachers and the principals together when they were only out there for like five minutes well apparently since word spread of this quote-unquote boxing match that word spread like it spread to the principal and they took it very seriously so they had an entire team ready and they were monitoring the situation very closely to see if anything was going to happen and obviously if some kid comes from out of school to like try and attack another student of of course, they're going to have an issue with that. So what happened was 
Logan, since he was totally like in the right, you know, he was set free. He was totally fine. But the e and so was the emo girl because she was kind of just a bystander, even if she did cheer it on. You could say the same for Logan for not standing up earlier. So those two were totally fine. But the emo guy, he was suspended for an entire week since he kind of orchestrated the whole thing. And the emo cousin, like, the emo cousin couldn't be suspended or expelled because he didn't go to the school. But basically what happens is they ended up actually calling the legitimate police about this whole thing, explaining what happened, and the police ordered kind of like a semi-restraining order. I don't know if it was super official, but basically it said if this big emo cousin ever stepped foot on the school again, he would be, like, trespassing, and the police would have their rights to come and arrest him or whatever. So, yeah. What even happened? <laughs> That's what I'm asking myself. Click on the video right on now. screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it.